Hello and welcome to That Park Life Podcast. I am Greg, joined as always by... Beth. By I, I Beth. Need, it still feels weird. I need more syllables in my name. Well, you're in our chat room as Betharella. Betharella. See, that sounds way better. It is. With you. Does Betharella have glass slippers like Cinderella does? No, but I do have an ornament that has a glass slipper in oh. it. Oh. I was really hoping you were going to say they were glass ornaments, but they were red-bottomed because that's the level no. of life that you're in. Totally. Totally. Um, also, I like that we are not telling people how much we like dance and like stuff when we're doing our intro just to see what other people do. So yeah. I would say you passed the test, Colin. Yeah, we're not alone. <laughs> hey, Colin, welcome to the show. How's it going, guys? Uh, it's going good. Thanks for the opportunity to be here. Appreciate it. Of course. Yeah. So Colin comes to us from lots of things. He has a blog. He has an Instagram account. He recently opened up a shop where he's selling some of his photos. And he's doing all the things. All the guys. things. All and the things. if you're sick of I'm Colin, guess what? He has another thing. He does a live show weekly with some uh, some people we may know because we've had Jason on our show on this exact mm-hmm. episode, a Behind the Gram episode. Jason from Here with the Magic. This is a Behind the Magic episode. So our normal episode usually has our Disney history and our news and stuff. But here we're just getting to know Colin. Yeah. We're not, we're not eating any meat nuggets today. Colin, <laughs> yes. where are you hailing think I'm worthy, from? But... Let us yeah. know where you're hailing from today. Uh, so I'm actually in Lexington, Kentucky. Um, I'm about 14 hours from the parks, which is actually the furthest of anybody that's on our show on a weekly basis. Okay. okay. Yeah, on the after hours show. Everybody else is within two hours of the parks. And Jason's yeah. like 10 minutes away. But yeah, he's cheating. Like, he's very close. We're like seven. Although I feel like growing growing up in Charleston, I was like, I feel like it always took like nine hours, but we're actually like two hours closer than I am now. So I'm like, I don't understand why it always took us so long. <laughs> maybe it's going to stop a hundred times along yeah, the way. Yeah, because we made a bunch of stops, but I don't know. I feel like I could relate to you because I did go back and read kind of like one of your about me posts just yeah. to get to know you a little bit more because spoiler alert, haven't met you yet um, <laughs> before this, but I told i told them before we started recording i felt like colin was our age because of what he described like how he used to travel to disney and i was like yeah he totally must be our age and he's, he's not he's not our age <laughs> a little bit younger a little no. bit younger but still i feel like we had some of the same experiences because he's like everybody knows those like old school vans from back in the day now yeah, i would like to know did your, parents, <laughs> did your parents take out the seat because we had the seat taken out of ours so there's only so... the back bench seat so it depended on the trip. If we could get away with it, we left all of them in. Okay. But then you had the back seat that it was like a Honda Odyssey, so you could like flip it backwards. Mm-hmm. So like and then it just kind of disappeared. And then if you needed it, you could like pull it back up. It was one of those really like weird vans. But yeah. So this is the difference. You you were riding in a Honda Odyssey. Those weren't even a thing when no. it was we're talking, I'm talking Dodge I'm Caravan. Talking about Dodge Caravan or like you know the ones with the uh, a Ford the Windstar. Paneling, the wood paneling on the sides. That's Funny what I'm talking about. So for a while. it is like the next generation of the van. But yes. Yeah, we we're used to all take terrible. Out, we used to take out the middle seats, or it was one. There were like two bench seats in them. We used to take out the middle yeah. seat, lay a mm-hmm. bunch of old comforters down on the floor, and then once they came out with the car TV. Mm. Ooh, okay. Yeah. No DVD players back then. No V8. Like it was a car VHS thing. That yeah, was, yeah like, and it weighed like, like old school laptops, and you could like flip them open. Oh no, flip! This is a full this tube a, TV. A, yeah. <laughs> yes, dude, Greg. I literally was about to say full tube TV. TV. Uh, full tube TV uh, with the bulky like VHS thing on the bottom, and it weighed like fifty pounds. Like yeah. I was like, literally, yeah. we're adding like another human to the car because of the weight. Then when they added the ones you could like strap to the back of the seats, it was like mind blowing. Yeah. <laughs> All the cords. You're like, mom, yeah. don't get caught up in the cord. 
No, yeah. ours was built into like it was a mini conversion van. So and this was fancy at the time, right? Like we yeah. we had the yeah. fancy van. But if that we was hit our a, upgrade. Our yes. upgrade was the conversion van. It was VCR. So if you hit a speed bump, the movie messed up a little bit. You had to like you had to like wait. I got to rewind that. I missed. I missed. Yeah. It. Cord fell out. You had to jiggle it. Pretty back much. That's. I mean, that's, that was life. Colin, you don't even know is what we're saying. Yes. You know how many times you don't even know how good you have it. You know how many times my poor parents had to listen to Mrs. Doubtfire because they were sitting in the front and they can't see it. They only had to listen. Great movie. You know what movie we always like? I don't know why. I guess it was just one of the VHSs we had. Was Five Goes West. That was like always one of the movies that they brought. We had Mrs. Doubtfire and Cool Runnings because what's more endearing than a Jamaican bobsled team? That's true. Had that too. So Beth, I know you read uh, up on Colin. Um, that is, of course, Uh-oh. on his website guide for. That's never good. <laughs> no, well, I mean, no. This is, hey, this is public information. Hey, we like to That's do our true, research. We want to know I who we're chatting with. We'll talk later about all the more personal stuff I found out of you by doing some detective work. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is a guide. Jason. It's not that hard. <laughs> I actually, I thought about, I thought about reaching out to Jason to give him an opportunity to embarrass you, and I thought, like, maybe oh, this is not. Well, I know, but I thought maybe this is not good first impression for Colin. I don't want him to think I'm out to get him. I was going to say it. We'll, ha- we'll, we'll invite you back just to completely humiliate you. So, yeah, um, yeah be ready. inevitable. It'll happen. <laughs> Colin's website is guide for www That's the number four, guide for www And on there he has his writing a book led into a Disney blog, basically. And it's I'm not going to rehash that. You can go out there and, and read that. It's, it's right there on his website. Yeah. It's actually a complicated story. Yeah, like, it is. Yeah. But to, the very boiled. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the boiled on version is you had a, a dream to write a book and you wound up self-publishing it after getting rejected a few times. And I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. And you're obviously oh, no. over the rejection at this point. Mm-hmm. You've yeah, grown I don't from care it. anymore. <laughs> right. So then let me ask you. So we, you know, in reading that, we know that you've been traveling to Disney for a while since you were a kid in your fancy Honda Odyssey fan. Um, <laughs> and we know what, what motivated you to want to write your book book which you wind up self-publishing and it's still available on amazon do you know how many copies you've sold to date i don't at uh, least I don't. five i am not a numbers person it let's is, be real your yeah. parents probably bought a lot <laughs> no not really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would be shocked they were like mm, thanks but no uh, thanks yeah, hey I you would. know what sometimes you just got to try things you don't know yeah, yeah and but things, at least like... you're honest about the fact that you know, you were like, look, I'm on, I, I'm going to be honest with you guys. It's outdated. Like as soon as it comes out, because yeah, there's I mean, so it's, much it's changing inevitable. all the time. So the next best thing obviously is a blog. Yeah. Yeah. And as my buddy Lou tends to call it, he's like, now it's your business card. I mean, yep. yeah. anytime you have type of information, you can say, Hey, I've written a book. And like he mm-hmm. told me when I was starting, he's like, if, even if you finish it, you've done things, something that like 98% of people have never done. Even if it's outdated the day you press publish, don't it's worry like, about it. It's like Jim's, uh, <laughs> Jim's garden started. party. Yeah. on the office yes <laughs> <laughs> oh man so how long have you actually been doing the the blog so oh gosh so the blog like three and a half years roughly okay oh, okay um so i guess coming up on four because it was i think i started in august if i remember correctly okay. i should have wrote that down but i didn't yeah well, <laughs> and i can look back on like the stats and stuff and find out but i don't honestly i, mean, I, I couldn't tell you the date that of that our first episode of this so it was, I totally uh, it. It was February like, of last year. I knew year. it was. Yeah, I knew it was February, but I'm like, yeah. I don't know what date it was. So late February. Yeah. Something in yeah. the twenties. Thanks, Greg. But I've been doing it for like three and a half years. Um, I don't for for about a year and a half straight. I, I did a post every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, it That's got a old. lot. Yeah, That's it's a lot. a lot. Um, it's time consuming, and now I try to focus more on long form content. That's mm-hmm. just more helpful to people for yeah. lack of a better word. And it's just better content overall. Cause I spend more time on it. Like right now I haven't written an article in like a week and a half. 
I need to, just haven't done it. Um, but yeah, we're in quarantine. No one's blaming you. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's like, like anyone can go out and do what you're probably yeah. writing about. So in the niche that I'm in, it's like nobody's nobody's looking to yeah. book a vacation right now. Let's yeah, it's be like honest. Tough like, for everybody right now because it's like you want to put content out, but you don't because it sort of feels like you're yeah, running it you in your face like, and they can't go. Yeah, you don't want to push it out. It's like, hey, you can plan this now, and then you're like, yeah. well, you can plan it all you want to, but you may not get to go. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. Or even I worse, hate, I hate to be that guy. Yeah. Okay. Now this is not your full time gig, right? Not this yet. Is just something you do on the side. Yeah. So long term goal is that it will be. Um, it's okay. starting to get to the point where it is a potential reality. Cool. Um, in due time, it won't be like the next three months or anything. It'll be like next right. few years. But yeah. Um, some things are starting to fall into place that tend to work out better than they used to, but yeah. it is not my full-time gig. Actually, me and Jason work together um, okay. for actual work type stuff rather than um, we're in the veterinary industry. So I'm in marketing. Yeah, I forgot about so that. That's, forgot that's, that's the full-time. And you're cool. his boss, I assume. Yeah. No. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I didn't think not so. Not exactly, but close to it. Yes. Maybe you like to pretend that from time to time. No, I don't even try to pretend yeah. that I don't want that job. So is that, I mean, essentially that's how you guys met is just through work stuff. And then you're like, hey, we both love Disney. So it was kind of the other way around, actually. Um, okay. We both met through a mutual Disney event that was actually hosted by Lou Mangiello. Um, mm -hmm. It was like one of his momentum events where we were both there for entrepreneurship type stuff because Jason was working on his Here with the Magic project. And yeah. Um, I met him there and we kind of hit things off and we were good friends after that. One thing kind of led to another and it kind of worked out that we were working together. So, nice. So it yeah, does pay so, to have Disney friends. There you it go. Does. It, it Sometimes, does. Sometimes literally you get paychecks for having Disney yeah, And it friends. works out because like <laughs> just the the dynamic of it all, like people understand, like, yeah. you know, like when you work with somebody that gets it, it makes a whole different oh, yeah. ball game. Jason's a really good dude. I mean, we work on all kinds of stuff. I mean, we do the show every week. We work on content together and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, he's, he's okay. Just, he's uh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's all right. <laughs> just okay. So, I mean, I could guess what motivate you motivated you to, to come up with that book. And I could probably even guess what motivates you to, to, you know, write for your blog once a week or so. But I'd like to hear it from you. Like, what keeps you going? You're three, almost four years into your blog. What is the fuel in your gas tank exactly? So, so much of it is just helping people realize that there's more to Disney than just a theme park experience. So many hidden gems, little things that you can do that a lot of people just won't do or don't know to do. And that's actually the more likely scenario from what I've heard from feedback from people. It's like, I didn't even know that existed. One of the examples I give is the Carolwood Pacific Room over at Boulder Ridge Villas mm -hmm. at Wilderness Lodge. 90% of people have no idea it exists. So when I talk about it, I talk about it and how you can get there and that kind of stuff. And then I get feedback from people and it's like, that was fun. I'm glad mm. I got to do that. I never would have thought to do that. And that kind of stuff pushes me to do more of it. And now I'm starting to get into video and stuff where it's a little more personal. Um, some of the stuff I share is a little deeper now just because I think it's what people need to hear sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, and it connects with people a little bit better. I am not a person that pushes a lot of content that's like the like read these 10 books, like that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, truthfully i don't even really run ads on my side anymore so it's not really that for me right now it's all about driving community um that is truly what it's all about and what makes a difference in the long run is the relationships you develop with people i mean three and a half years ago i didn't know half the people that i talked to today on the mm -hmm. site and the relationships you you meet with people and even the content creators in the community and like i didn't know you guys back then and it's yeah. like the right. people you 
more than make it worth it. Um, and yeah, it's time consuming, but like when you get that message from somebody three months after you've written an article and it's like, I tried that and I loved it or it created right. this awesome memory for me and my family. You're like or, creating magic moments from afar, basically. Yeah. And it's not like I'm trying to do that, but it just yeah. kind of works out that way sometimes. And people are really kind about it. And it's just mm -hmm. like, if I can help somebody just from my experiences, that more than is enough for me to keep going. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. As somebody told me, it's like, I may not have the greatest viewership in the world from month to month basis. I mean, it's probably higher than some. It's probably not as good as some. But at the same time, if the same amount of people that viewed my site showed up at my doorstep to talk Disney with me each month, I'd be staggered. Yeah. And it's yeah. just one of those yeah. things. Like, it's all a matter of perspective. I mean, I love sharing stories with people. And it's something I've always liked to do with local friends and stuff like that. So that inspired the book. Yeah. And then when the book quickly became outdated, I wanted another place that I could continue to share those things. Okay. So I went to the website. That makes um, sense. It was, yeah, my first website was really bad. Now, today's version is much better than the old version. <laughs> yeah. but, well, it's a lot easier um, to navigate and do some of those things now. Yeah. Because that's what it's um, all about. I guess the website game now is everybody's trying to make it more easy. They're trying to make it easier for people because that's like good marketing on their part. Yeah. So and it just seems tr like everyone's trying to do it. Like 90% of the traffic's on mobile devices anyway now. Right, exactly. Um, so if you can make it as simple as possible to find stuff and interact with it, you're, you're so much further ahead sometimes in just the user experience in general. Yeah. Now, so, I don't yeah. know if you I don't know if you experience this. Maybe you can tell me yes or no, but I feel like it's funny sometimes when you're like the Disney person, right? So people are like, oh, yeah, she's like really into Disney. Oh, yeah. I get and, it all the time. Until, <laughs> until they decide that they want to make mm -hmm. a trip. And then they're like, tell me everything you know. Yeah, I need all the details. Yeah. I'm only going like, to oh, That's the I best thought one. I was just your crazy <laughs> Disney friend. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. You've made fun of me for 10 years. And now, now you're now and you then need I, my help. Then I like step back and I'm like, you're about to be converted. So get ready. <laughs> exactly. And it's funny when they're like the person that's like, this is going to be my one Disney trip. So I have yeah, to do it all like, on this trip. Sure like, it is. I'm not going to do that. One, it's not going to happen. <laughs> right. And two... When you come back, you're gonna want to go again. Oh yeah, yeah. My favorite is mark my words, my friend. They, uh, like, especially the husbands, because they're like, oh, they're yeah. like rolling their eyes because oh, they yeah. know it's gonna cost me a bunch of money, and they're usually the ones that are like, mm -hmm. as soon they as they back, get back, yeah. the wives are like, well, they already he already said he's definitely wants to start yeah. saving up for the next one. I'm like, yeah, I know. And they're the ones sitting there at the fireworks, holding their daughter at the end of the day, exactly. crying their eyes out. Exactly. Like, like, yeah. So magical. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> um, Colin, box of issues. <laughs> Colin, let me ask you a question because you sure. actually mentioned two things that I had jotted down that I want to make sure I talked to you about when you were talking about what, what motivates you to do your blog. And that was you like talking about like the more hidden things of Disney, the not straightforward, like not just the fast passes and the rides to do and stuff. Mm -hmm. And you also mentioned um, kind of going beyond a typical like listicle, if you will. You got to try these 10 things, these five things. So sure, right. first in catching up, and I don't know how I missed this the first time, but in, in just kind of catching up on your site, I came across your article on the hidden room of Disney's Riviera. Now this is like, yeah. I'm going to say a little nerdy <laughs> and I'm not, a, not at all ju judging you because I read the whole thing and I'm like, how do I not know this? And I'm Mr. Yeah. Riviera, self-proclaimed. No one's given me that title. <laughs> but Small things like this, like knowing that there's a room number, 8347, that's not on any signs, and yet there is a room, and there's a discrepancy when you ask yeah. cast members if it's a real room or not, and allegedly it's just a deluxe studio room. Like, all of the details are on this article. Mm -hmm. But things like that are things you'll find on Colin's website. And yeah. you might wonder to yourself, well, why do I need to know that? The answer is... Fun to know. <laughs> yeah, well, it's... 
It's these strange things that happen that you might not ever realize or think that you want to know about until you start to read about them. Like, oh, this is not just a place to go on rides. Or you're like, like a, you're a well-seasoned Disney yeah. person and you think yeah. you pretty much Picture know everything and then you're like, oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So you can actually blame Jason for that one too, because he's the one who <laughs> cued me in on it. To be of course, quite honest. Like, I'm like, how did these people <laughs> even find these things? Like, how did he even find that? So the original thing is somebody had written a podcast about it. I don't know what podcast it was, mm -hmm. but it was kind of secondhand information to me from Jason. So I gave Jason yeah. credit for it. Um, <laughs> but um, and he like went and checked it out. I was with him. So we oh, were okay. at, um, we were doing a Skyliner video. So if you will look up his Skyliner video where he has the three, uh, I guess it's 180 on that one. Okay. Or in the Skyliner. I'm in the background of the Skyliner. Yeah. <laughs> you look in the reflection. But um, we rode the Skyliner over there and we're like, have you heard this story? Jason's talking to me. I'm like, no, I hadn't heard of this. So he's like, let's go look. <laughs> so we might as well. And uh, we were burning some time one afternoon because we were about to meet a friend somewhere. And we went over there and just checked it out. Like, sure enough, there it is. <laughs> and if you ask questions about it, nobody really gives you many I think it's answers. like their secret room for like celebrities or like like official, you know, government officials and stuff just in case. See, I I thought about that. Honestly, I think it's just a complete oversight because it shows yeah. up like. <laughs> Disney's people... like, yep, that's what it's for, everyone. Yeah, that's it. It's um, definitely not an Imagineer's like a uh, mistake for sure. Yeah. As the story goes, um, it showed up on some DVC plans that there was a room know. count like differential. So there was like one room that didn't show up on the plan and then yeah. it was actually on the layout or something like that. Cause they have to, apparently they have to like submit them to the state or somebody like that. Somebody's probably going to correct me on how that yeah, works. It's but... technically deeded property. So it has to be reported. Yeah. When they, so when they, claim they actually the technically own a share for yep. lack of a better word, mm -hmm. um, they have to present it. So when they presented it, somebody flagged it and was like, this doesn't add up. So they looked at right. it and then when the resort actually opened, they went and checked and was like, okay, this really doesn't exist. <laughs> or at least it doesn't exist on the, on the signage, but it actually exists when you right. walk down the hall. Which is really weird. And yeah. there's been a few people that say they've been in it and it's just like a standard studio room or something like that. But I don't I don't know the, the greater details of it. But it is you're a like, fun story. You go to the front desk <laughs> and you're like, I, uh, hello, I'm here. I really want to go see room 8347. Just, just well, the funny thing is they might take you because they have taken people to it. My goal is to figure this out. I know people who work there. They don't work for go. the resort, but they work at the resort. It's kind of a complicated issue. But I will figure it out. And if okay. nothing else, it's an excuse to go there. I'm curious to, to see there. what the actual backstory is. Like, yeah, like there's got to be a story behind it, or story. somebody just screwed up one or the other. <laughs> like, yeah, you're like, look, I'm not going to name just any names. Just like, tell me what, what the real story is, okay? Yeah, I just want to know. I wonder <laughs> if it's the room or the bed fell down on that person, and they're just trying to ignore like that room doesn't exist. <laughs> Am I not supposed? Probably not supposed to talk about. Yeah, that. they took <laughs> it off all the signage, Greg. Yes, you, don't joke. You'd Place be surprised. In the middle of the night. I know that's yeah. true. They're like the room. The room. Who shall not be named ever again? Exactly, yeah. Don't ever say you got to hush when you say it. Um, and then something else. I mean, you have a bunch. I, you know this. You wrote these articles, but for people that haven't been to your website, you have a bunch of other things that I find interesting. You talk about whether an annual pass is still worth it if you're a non-local, which is, I'm sure, a topic on a lot of people's mind. And maybe with respect, kind of not including pandemic stuff right now because that's a different mm -hmm. uh, right, situation. It's a whole different ball game now. Yeah, yeah, but just with price increases and whatnot. And Beth is an out-of-state annual pass holder, so I'm sure she mm -hmm. goes through the should We're I should I it. not renew it? You know when it comes time. I usually tell people it depends on how many days, but we yeah. won't get into details. Yes. Yeah, and for me it was like, um, I at this point I don't really have much of a choice. I mean, when you're there 
I was there almost monthly for months on end mm -hmm. because yeah. of between work and Disney stuff and the site and that kind of stuff. I, I kind of have to be there to do what I do. Yeah, um, so you actually get to go to Orlando some to do some work stuff. Right. Yeah. Okay. So it kind of works out there. Yeah. So um, it's kind of a mixed bag. So I'll stay extra days or something like that. So, I mean, right. I cover a flight cost or something like that. And then I'm there like yeah. a few extra days here and there. But it's different when I go to the park when it's just me. So oh, it's yeah. just kind of yeah. like it's mostly research, mostly photography. It's mostly making videos and stuff like that. That is just more the simpler side of things it's different yeah. than going with a family and having a big plan and stuff right. like that yeah uh, let me ask you so we you know we mentioned your book and your blog but how did photography wind up being a part of what you do so honestly i had always really respected tom bricker in the space mm -hmm. uh, disney tourist blog yep and i always thought it was a really nice differentiating factor that really upped the way that your posts come across mm -hmm. as far as quality side side of things yeah and it yeah. just makes things flow a little better and you if you have a photo of things that are just at night and stuff like that like you don't have the weird like grainy photo from the iphone with the high noise <laughs> and all that yeah. stuff so it cleans things up a bit and then i kind of got hooked on it um and i've only been doing that for about two years at this point okay but i got kind of hooked on photography and i really enjoy it um uh, one thing kind of led to another and i started doing some videos and stuff and that's what i'm kind of starting to do now until we couldn't get into the parks yeah. <laughs> um, that's when i got started awesome yeah you have but, some time to practice some things at home i guess yeah i mean i'm always editing photos i mean i literally behind my desk here i've got 14 terabytes of storage of photos holy moly two years so it's like i have plenty of backlog for yeah. like instagram posts and stuff like that but you're always chasing something that's better than the last shot is what it comes out to be well, I've been lucky enough to have for... Disney share a few things, so it, it works out really well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good for marketing. Like I was talking to somebody somebody the other day, and we, they were like, I mean, if I go, if I'm like looking up a place and I go to their Instagram page and it's like really crappy, she's like, I don't like, I just yeah, don't trust you kind of you know? lose, uh, lose the like, credit. Like, yeah, yeah. for yeah. me, I'm a visual person, so if mm -hmm. I like if i go to a, someone's website and it's just like a hot mess i'm like these people clearly don't have it together yeah and you're just so like this is this is a mess i don't want to yeah, use like their where I don't plan. Really, like, <laughs> yeah and it's like that shouldn't really be a factor into like your credibility but but I'm, it is we just yeah. live in a day and age where it is it is everybody's visual society's visual yeah. especially with the push on instagram like i mean i don't drive a lot of traffic from instagram a lot of my traffic actually comes from pinterest of all places wow um, yeah. weird okay yeah because a lot of it's Trip planning so a stuff. lot of ladies. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. I mean, it's, I lots of you, moms. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't pay attention to my stats that much. But as far as yeah. like showing the demographics and stuff, it's like 75 to 85 percent women usually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the nature of the business, are, too. They're but. planning the they're the yeah, they're planning, planning the, the vacations yeah. typically. So. Yeah. Every once in a while, you get some weird messages, <laughs> but other than that, <laughs> you're like, uh, this just took a weird turn. Yeah. Um, this is not Disney related. I, I do want to mention <laughs> that our, so our podcast account on Instagram, I was just looking it up. We are, our followers are 85% women. So, Hey, if you're yeah. a dude and you listen to this, reach out because you're one, yeah, you're, <laughs> you're 15 out of a hundred more of you out there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, luckily, it's Greg shocking really, sometimes. Greg and they're not really always 100% accurate. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, even if it's, you know, within a certain margin, I'm sure that's like... Yeah, it's shocking at times. <laughs> my gosh. Luckily, Greg is a great photographer, so he does our I don't know about that, but... Our podcast account, because um, I'm not... 
I, I like to take pictures. I just am not super great when it comes to camera stuff. Like I just haven't spent yeah, enough time. And it's complicated. It takes yeah. some time oh, to really, really I'm, learn. Um, I'm a visual learner. So unless I have somebody out there, like actually showing me what to do, I, I can read stuff all day and I'm like, I still don't really know what I'm doing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> And that's one of the things I've actually debated doing because people keep asking me the same questions. It's like, how do you take this shot? How do you I mean, take you this shot? You could do like, like a two minute video and I would be like, you could write a 15 like page yeah. thing. But if you can show show me how to do it in like two minutes, I'm like, got it. Got yeah, it. A, a lot of uh, friends in the space keep trying to get me to make like a short like photography course. I'm like, guys, I don't know if there's a market for that. <laughs> there, I guarantee you there most certainly is. Now, but, now, now. I, don't know, I might do it in time. It's on the radar. <laughs> but there's a lot of things on the radar. Like iPhone photography or something, because that's yeah. what most people are using at this mm -hmm. point. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you've got a fancy camera, Colin. So what's your go what's your go-to camera? I'm asked this personally because I like to know people use. So I'd like to hear your uh, go-to camera and even a go-to lens that you have. So it's funny. For for a while, I used a very budget-friendly setup, but I recently changed um, in late early December, late November, somewhere mm -hmm. in there. I used to just use a pretty basic Nikon D3400, just their entry-level DSLR. And I paired it mostly with the Tokina 11 to 16 millimeter lens, which is their ultra wide angle. Yeah. Um, and it's fast aperture for the most part. I mean, crop sensor, how fast can it really be? Mm -hmm. um, it's a 2.8 aperture. Okay. So I used that a lot for the first year and a half ish. And then I actually made the jump to full frame back in December and I went to the Sony a7 III. Um, and right now I only have one lens for it because lenses for full frame are really high. Yes. Um, I love it. Uh, it's great for video. It's very user friendly as far as the focal range on it. Okay. Um, especially for Disney parks, you miss some on the wide end, but if you're, it's good for parades. It's good for dark rides, especially on a full frame body because the ISO performance is so much higher, especially on the Sony lineup. Mm. So you can go into like Pirates of the Caribbean with an f two eight, and you've got twenty eight to seventy five millimeter zoom range. Mm -hmm. So you can reach what you need to reach, where you can zoom back out and change your settings on the fly quite a bit easier. Um, and I shoot almost everything in complete manual now. Okay. Um, just because I, I don't like fooling with the settings that they pre-select. It yep. just kind of frustrates yeah. me because um, it's never what I ended up wanting. Um, so I just kind of shoot in full manual. If you're a Sony guy, I'd put those on your radar. <laughs> Here's the thing. I just, and I do mean just because it was in the last two weeks, um, purchased a Sony camera. I sold my mm -hmm. old canon on oh. ebay it just shipped out on monday so wow you didn't tell me you there upgraded you the camera well because i don't know how to use it yet so i'm not going to go bragging yeah. until i figure out how to use the damn thing i mean well, it's your friend colin here yes yeah, well you, i didn't get that i didn't get that version because i have a mortgage i gotta pay for but i got uh, a lower it was not cheap i mean it yeah. was a long-term purchase <laughs> for me yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah no like the different i it, it was it's not that but it's still nice. Like I did some, I did a lot of reviews on it and it's like certainly like the, the more budget version of it, but it's, it's a step in the right direction, but it's like switching from iPhone to Android basically right now. Like I don't, yeah. I don't it's know complicated when you yeah. first get started. So I got to learn. Cameras are not the most user friendly memory, uh, menus sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, you go with this 6,000 series 6,100. Yeah. Yeah. They're really good cameras. I mean, honestly, probably the best crop sensor camera on the market right now. That's and what I, I was coming from an old school Nikon guy. Um, I just went full frame because I had the opportunity to, and it was I had a rebate at Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Black like, Friday is the way yeah. to go these days. When it, I'm like, anyone needs electronics, I'm like, you got to wait till November. I'm sorry. I know yeah, like, exactly. But or if, Amazon yeah. Prime Day, or you know Cyber something. Monday, or whatever it yeah, is. But I've, I didn't want to wait because I, 
I figured quarantine, I'm stuck in the house. I might as well learn how to use the new camera because I yeah. know if I waited until November, I, it would be like game time and I'm going to be trying right. to get everything in. Yeah. So you like, got to sort through the 11 different menus for each <laughs> yes. tab. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, if people don't use Sony cameras, they have no idea what we're talking about. Um, I do want to come back to one other thing I, I, I know sure. that you mentioned when you were talking about your motivation for your blog. So we talked about like your, your other articles that are not quite listicles and stuff. Um, by the way, hold on, before I get to that, because... I read something that I was like, oh, this is something with which I disagree. Because the first thing oh. where I was like, here, I want Colin to hear me out. So you did an article on uh, Disney World mistakes to avoid that can cost you money, which mm-hmm. very helpful because um, not everyone knows the ins and outs. And if you're planning a trip, you're quite you... popular too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Well, that's yeah, good. Everyone because... wants to save money at Disney. Yeah, or yeah, anywhere. Right. I'm, I'm full price is the wrong price is my life motto. So wallet motivated. Wallet motivated. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, one of the ones you mentioned was renting a car. And the weird thing is every, so this is before I left here, which it was before 2018. Um, every mm-hmm. every trip I've come on, both as a kid, I know I wasn't the one doing it, but, or as an adult, we always rented a car. I mean, every, I actually don't know what a Disney trip is like without renting a car. Now, this is oh, where, you use it? this is where you were, uh, maybe Beth and maybe you kind of got to tell me I'm a little bit bougie and I'm sure people listening will agree <laughs> with this. Um, over time, I developed a, uh, habit let's say of relying on our personal car never for magic kingdom because the parking lot situation is is difficult it's, it's different yeah. the <laughs> other three parks so animal kingdom hollywood susan epcot we usually just drove from our resort and we were staying on property to the to the lot and and that was it like that was our that's how i knew disney i know you could take a bus don't get me wrong but for the most yeah. part we drove and i wound up getting used to that so then now in my adult life, when a bus wait time is more than like 10 minutes, I'm like, where's this bus? I could have been in my car yeah. and I could have <laughs> been in the parking beautiful. lot already. And that's that's yeah, life. Yeah. But I mean, it is nice as a kid to like fall asleep in the bus, you know, and get woken up when the lights turn yeah. on. Um, the, the thing with me is it's just a cost thing. Because yeah. if you're, I mean, you're talking rental cars nowadays, you're talking six, $700 sometimes for a week. If Unless you know step. somebody. Here's the thing. That's true. All you need, on honestly, all you need is someone that has a Costco membership, and they can book it for you, and it is dirt cheap. I mean, like one one fifty for the week. I'm serious. It's like very yeah. inexpensive. Um, I learned this from my mom. My mom, I don't know, I don't know what government secret she has and she's using for leverage, but she gets rental cars for like dirt cheap, and they're not like weird. They're not yeah. pat, they're not wood panel <laughs> caravan vans from right, the two thousand nineties. Yes, <laughs> they're, they're the normal they're the normal companies in the or, that are built into the Orlando air, airport. And I've kind of learned yeah. her ways a little bit. So um, if that's something you're ever interested in, I would say Google uh, how to get rental cars for cheap. And I'm not going to endorse yeah. any, but there are some websites that I go to that I've learned some stuff. Um, and I don't I'm just curious if there's other people out there that are like that that always rent a car. And I, I don't know. I've just always done it a little I'm bit sure different. There are. Um, I just don't because I don't like one that the hassle of it like yeah having to park and then walk and then if i could find your car at the end of the day and it's a thousand degrees fun. when you get back to it and like that kind of stuff yeah um, where i can just jump on a bus but honestly i don't favor the resorts that you have to ride buses i get yes. a little car sick so at at the end of the day when a bus stops at seven stops at like coronado or something like that yeah. before it actually gets to your stop it's not always a good day for the car sick guy <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. so we always try to stay at like um wilderness lodge or um boardwalk or yacht and beach club or something like that or even swan and dolphin that's kind of the hidden gem swan and dolphins can be very cheap if you get it at the right time yes um but yeah that's that's normally why i I am that way (laughs) i would rather have a car i think it depends on how like how many people it is a nice taking a whole family then yeah a bus is going to be easier i think yeah like for doug and i we park hop so much 
And I just, we just like mm-hmm. having the option to not have to wait on a bus if mm-hmm. we don't like have to. It's like, hey, right, yeah, you know, we it are tired convenient. and we want to go um, back or we're done for the day. It's just quicker for us to go and hop on our, like, get in our car. And yeah. Leave. And it's shocking how much quicker it is as far as the transit time, too. Yeah. Like a bus takes like 15, 20 minutes. You can be in your car and you can get back to the resort in like oh, yeah. eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, well, you can yeah, speed. Uh, that's true that's, that's true i would <laughs> but, say yeah, we've done it both ways i mean well, yeah we've driven down it, before and the car's always there yeah yeah it can be overwhelming sometimes to navigate but once you have it down yeah. like at this point doug's like he knows it like the back of his hand like it's yeah not if you're if you're a non-local and you don't travel there a lot and man it it can be complicated yeah. in a hurry especially because gps doesn't always work that well on this new property <laughs> yeah, and you're like, why is it taking me this way well now it's taking me this way and, yeah, I don't and then you end up in like, like a cast member area and you're like oh i'm not supposed to yeah. be here <laughs> you're like, what? Is this my gps Sorry. Exactly. I don't know where I am. I don't have a lot of life skills. Okay. However, I <laughs> I'm confident to say that I am now a guru of Disney geography, and I could probably mm-hmm. tell you the most efficient way to get from here to there. Well, Mostly because I had to be trained on it for work, and now I have to tell people yeah. how to drive. Right. But anyway, the point is, you learn some things. But um, the number one advantage to to my Disney trips or for my Disney trips for having a, a rental car was not park hopping, but resort hopping. Because yeah. it is difficult to get difference. resort to resort yeah. without having to go to an intermediary step along right. the now way. Now they're a little picky though, so that's kind of changing too. Well, you just gotta, <laughs> yeah. you gotta kind of manipulate. Know how yes. to work <laughs> the people at the gate. Yeah, yes. it helps if you're alone. Oh, kindness, and you'll be it helps all right. If you're yeah. a cast member and you're alone. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Colin, we'll or talk. If you have a camera. <laughs> we'll talk offline, Colin, about how you personally can can park anywhere you want. I'll help you. Okay. Can't, can't go. Those... like always telling us what to do, and I was like, and then I'm like, we'll just go park at the TTC. No, fine. don't. <laughs> God, I haven't parked. I, okay, no, I'm not gonna say it. Anyway, um, so anyway, I just I thought I just wanted to kind of yank your chain a little bit about renting a car because we always liked it. But um, one of the things that I know that you have done, especially more recently, but one of the it definitely caught my eye when you when I first noticed it a couple of probably months ago. Now this might have been toward the end of last year at this point. Um, you often go beyond Disney planning posts and do things like, I mean, this one titled my open letter of encouragement during a tough time. And the tough time is being uh, is referring to the pandemic or mm-hmm. finding happiness or how to approach things empathetically when you're either planning Disney or how to like kind of conduct yourself while in the parks. And they're helpful because you kind of it's possible that when you're planning your Disney trip or while you're on your vacation, you kind of forget that. You're all a human at the end of the day, and we're all humans. We have a lot to connect over, so I appreciate that. Right, and I get a lot of good feedback out of those. I'm not going to lie to somebody and say they're the highest traffic site uh, posts on my site. They're mm-hmm. not. They never are, um, but they do get the best response, and mm-hmm. that's something I'm proud to say in, in a roundabout way Yeah, um, because I, I think it's important to people. Um, so often people go to the parks and they just they hurry through it and they don't savor the moments that they have and then they look back on it's like man i should have enjoyed that more mm-hmm. and other stuff is just like it's real life stuff and i think it's a way that i can connect with people that may be having a tough time maybe dealing with something behind the scenes and give them an outlet that can be positive and reframe their thinking in a roundabout way mm-hmm. and it's just the response i've gotten from it that people that i've helped people that i've change their thought process a little bit or help them with a tough time it's more than worth anything that i can write and i don't say that to brag on myself but just because i know that there's a lack of it in this community um my friend lisa the castle runs incredible about doing this and really really talented with writing and writing at a level that is just i call it carrying at scale um if people 
understand why you're doing things and why you have the feelings you do towards these parks, they're going to have a better experience out of it in general. And even if the people that can't get to the parks near as often as they would like to, um, some of that just takes them back. I mean, mm -hmm. some of the stories I tell, people just come to me afterwards and they send me a message on Instagram or they send me a message on Facebook, which I always try to respond to any of them. And they're just like, yeah, that took me back to when I was walking down Main Street or when I was there with my kid and my kid was on my shoulders watching the fireworks. And I looked around me and there were 15 other kids doing the same thing. I don't condone the being on the shoulders part. <laughs> it's going to be like, oh, you're like, going to open a can of worms there. But at the si other side of things, it's like it, yeah. it, it resonates with people. Yeah. And I think it's kind of an oversight in this com community of Disney people because it's it's not something that's going to drive views but I think it is something that really matters to share at the end of the day. Yeah. It's important. I mean, and you just mentioned that you often are responding to people when they send a message and something you do often is you'll post a question with like, even though it's in the, like the Instagram quiz format, it's really mm -hmm. meant to be like a multiple choice. And yeah. um, it seems that you always respond to people and either ask or just comment on what they chose or whatever. You'll pose a question. Like if you had to go to a park today, which park would it be? And all four parks would be there. Yeah, um, it's a big push for me recently. Mm -hmm. uh, I started doing that a few months ago. One, it it helps you connect with your audience a little yep. better, in my opinion. Um, and people start to become friends that way rather than just somebody that's liking your post or commenting on things. Honestly, that's what I'm going for. Um, I don't care if somebody likes my post. Let's be honest. I yeah. care that they're a real person at the other end of the phone that's actually interested in talking with me or interested in what I'm sharing or and that I'm interested in them. I want to know what they're thinking. I want to know what their opinion is. I want to talk to them because at the end of the day, I enjoy it. Um, I mean, I can write articles all day long, but I much higher value just talking to people that love Disney and helping people, um, even if they have a question or if they just have a comment. And I get a lot of good feedback from it. Just people are like, this has brought a little bit of joy to my day. Yeah, that, that means more to me than any article I can write or any view that comes across. Um, that's what really matters at the end of the day anyway. All right. Give me a minute. I'm going through your Instagram and I'm unliking all the photos that I had liked. I'm, <laughs> hold on. I just got to go through. <laughs> it's fine. It really doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I'll just with you. Um, it's important. And that's probably, and honestly, in this conversation, I am now realizing that we should probably do that more. So consider mm -hmm. it the, the Colin effect yeah. that you may see on our, that part of that podcast, Instagram account. And maybe we'll, and I we'll can't take full credit from that. I, I borrowed that from my friend Carlos, who reaches a lot of the Brazilian market. Uh, okay. He actually does a show with us on, on Thursday nights. Uh, yeah, he's, he's the one from... who runs a lot of the back end stuff. He's from Brazil. Yes. Um, he's actually in Miami now, but um, he was from Brazil originally. Okay. He came up with the idea and he's like, I've had great responses to this. People really like it. They like to actually be talked to. And he's like, I don't come off as a creepy guy. I'm just the nice person. Yes. <laughs> and, it's, and you have good conversations with people because they chose to interact with it in the first place. Like, and Instagram sets up well for it. So when you swipe up for like mm -hmm. somebody's entered your poll and you can see the results of the yeah. poll there's a there's a message button right next to it they yep. want you to do it um because they're all about community uh speaking of creepy <laughs> we, we sometimes <laughs> well i mean people probably know that i'm kind of creepy but um we sometimes get messages that i have a hard time telling if they're creepy but some of them this is like this person's <laughs> this person's creepy i would imagine yeah. since you're constantly fostering like a, a more high interactive environment that you must get your fair share of Ooh, how do i even respond to this person in a way that doesn't put a divide yeah. between us and some of them you can't respond to it's yeah. just yeah 
absurd stuff for mm-hmm. lack of a better word and some of it's just weird um part of that's just the nature of the beast um yeah. of the internet you're gonna get that stuff but some of it i just kind of like go out, let in one ear and go out the other especially if it's weird or creepy there's a reason my my address is not on the internet yes. <laughs> like, yeah. um sure. but yeah you, you get a little bit of it not not a ton um less than you'd expect most of the people that are like that just won't respond anyway or uh-huh. you'll get like a blank a blank response from them like just they'll like it or something like that mm-hmm. but I mean, yeah, the, the people that really want to be engaged with you and have fun with you and that kind of stuff, they'll respond. But you don't get much of the weird stuff. I mean, yeah. maybe once or twice a week um, on a bad week, like six or seven times. But it's like, all right, well, you aren't move on. You challenge, know? <laughs> challenge accepted. I'm just going to send you yeah, creepy messages from here on out. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, Colin, what are you wearing? <laughs> that thing is that's not creepy compared to some of these. Oh, my God. I can only imagine. I'm not even sure I want to imagine. Yeah, you don't. No, you don't. (laughs) Have you thought about creating a, and maybe you have, and I don't know about it, a uh, TikTok as an alternate meet? Like he's giving me this face. Listen, before you before you judge, just know that I only started using TikTok like maybe three weeks ago at this point, and it is consuming my damn life. Okay, and I hate it. I haven't started yet. My my buddy (sighs) was like, I'm not I'm not joking, Beth. I will literally get stuck for like two hours. Can I tell you though? It's actually told me. So like, if you scroll, sorry. I opened up TikTok so I can refer to something, but <laughs> oh I gosh. was on TikTok for so long that one, like, you know, you, you swipe up and down to get to the next, mm-hmm. you know, to get to yeah. the next thing. And it actually came up with a, Hey, you should take a break. I'm like, Oh my God, how long <laughs> have I been on this? <laughs> You're <laughs> like, Oh man, it's really bad when the it's actual like, oh app said, Hey, you know what? Your eyes are probably now getting worse. Yes. And I already wear contacts, but for whatever reason, yeah, and right. this is, I don't think that any of these things are really viral because you can post nothing and it'll get quote viral on TikTok. But right. for whatever mm-hmm. reason, two of the videos that I've put, videos, you know, this is how you know I'm an adult, another TikTok. real TikToker. <laughs> two of the talks. Two of my posts on TikTok are like, I mean, this one's approaching 100,000 views and it doesn't make sense. Listen, both of you, yeah. it doesn't make sense. Like it's yeah. literally a plate of chicken nuggets and fries. Okay. It, the, the internet does not compute in my brain anymore. Well, literally so, you're hungry, man. I don't know. I, so I don't know what Disney to post. Food. And this yeah, the algorithm is really weird. It's bizarre. Right? So like, and there's it one of pushes random stuff. Um, I posted one of Nicole. Nicole and I had a stay at Fort Wilderness uh, maybe last year. And that happens to be one of the four pet friendly resorts. So we brought our dog with us. Mm-hmm. It was one of the cabins to be more specific. And Nicole and I were going over the items that come with the dog package because you pay a stupid price. It's $50 a night yeah, there. And that's cheap compared to some the yacht, Well, the Yacht Club is 75 That's why we haven't done it yeah. there. But anyway, so you get like a couple of things, like a a, a, a waste bag holder and like a, a mat and bowls and a key keychain thing. So we're going over it and I just I have been recording Nicole reacting to it. And then we go over to Reba and she's sitting in this this most awkward, funny position. And that's the video I posted. And it's yeah. at 89,000 views. And it's why? Like, it's funny. Don't get me wrong. But like, it's why? not that funny. It's not that funny. <laughs> yeah. So I don't understand. So the reason I, I ask is like, it. I don't know. I just it seems like it's an interesting way to get more eyeballs on your right. stuff. But it's so certainly I, not a I community. I have an account. Um, I have not used it, but very, very little. And gotcha. it was yeah. just like random videos that I had. And I'm like, I'll try to see how, see how it responds yes. or see how this works. Stay and strong. Like, don't do it. Resist. Resist the I, urge. I don't oh like gosh. it. Um, and honestly, I don't see a good way to push content from there. Somebody's probably going to correct me on that. But I mean, as far as like getting people to a site or getting people to a place where you can interact with them right. it doesn't really fit my goals that well yeah yeah um and it's funny because um 
a bunch of us went out to social media marketing world in the Disney space, like five or six of us that are like the closest friends that I have in the Disney space with Jason, Carlos, uh, Lisa, and Lou Mangiello. And Lou was speaking at the event out at social media marketing world in San Diego, right before all this crap hit the fan. Um, and we got out there and that was like the big push at the event. It was kind of the running joke mm -hmm. between us, but it's at the same time, it's, it's a huge opportunity because it's, it's new. It's different. Right. None of us are like, we don't know what to do with this. Yeah. No, like, I think I'm too old. Um, I think I'm too old for this. Yeah. And I, and when I feel like I'm too old, you know it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a lot, it's a lot like Vine and Vine didn't make it. So it's like... Yeah, no. it just confuses me. Why do they like, think this is going to be any different? Well, because the videos can be longer than six seconds. I don't know what to seconds. push. Like, I don't know. I, I don't get it enough to invest my time in it over yes. another platform. And I don't have enough muscles, essentially, to become actually TikTok famous. Yeah, exactly. So like, I am not good looking enough for this. So like, definitely not the case. It's the conversation people were having when Instagram was started. But <laughs> it's true. It's a sad thing. You know, yeah. I just don't know. I do. I mean, in the in the two TikToks we have that seem to be a little more popular, I have actually been interacting quite a bit. I mean, people comment. Some people mm -hmm. comment stupid things, and that's just their prerogative probably for everything. But for yeah, the most part, I've actually been having some conversations in there. They're pretty surface level, but it's not the same as Instagram or Facebook or anything else that you're probably yeah. putting all your work into. Yeah, I mean, at one point I was spending a little over three hours a day on Instagram, um, which, which like, wasn't my best oops. moment. Right. Yeah, so it's Great, like but... I backed Gosh. off a lot on Instagram because I was just, I mean, I respond to every message that comes my way, but at the same time, I, it yeah. gets complicated sometimes when you wake up and you got like 37 messages and you're like, I gotta, I'm going to respond to all these, but I, I need to lay off a little bit at yeah. this point. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that I can't up. live on my phone. I um, I you know, on our, I happen to have an Android phone, and just like the iPhones, it has the thing that tells you how long you're on each app each week, mm -hmm. and it gives me my top three. My my number one for the past three weeks has, has been TikTok. Apparently, last week, so that's like Sunday to Saturday, I was on TikTok for over 11 hours. But yeah, no, whatever. I'm like, I'm in quarantine. Before you judge me, I'm furloughed. I literally have nothing it, to do. It's bad about that. Like everything's bad about that right now. Everybody's yes. working from home and stuff, and it's just it's different. it's terrible. Um, I always work from home, so I don't have a good excuse. There you go. <laughs> ah, whatever. You don't need an excuse. Um, hey Beth, do you think we should start putting Colin on the spot for, for a little bit? Uh -oh. Uh oh, let's do it. Yeah, I don't think I warned you. I mean, it's not a big deal. It's not really to put you on the spot. So we have our fast pass facts. Fast pass facts. There it is. <laughs> a gem. It's a gem every time. We have some music. Sorry, I forgot. I was the music, I guess. Okay. No, Perfect. no. <laughs> every time. I do. I always music. have. I always have music for Fast Pass Facts, a song for which we do not have the rights to play, but here we are. Um, <laughs> Just don't monetize. You'll be all right. You don't know this song. You don't, know <laughs> you don't know. I mean, it could be anything. It doesn't necessarily have to be the, that guy from Owl City and, uh, and who is it, Carly Rae Jepsen? It's just the music. But anyway. So uh, we have a, just a couple of questions for you about your time in the parks and some of your Disney habits and preferences and such. So Beth, you want to go first? Sure. Sure. Your favorite Disney character? Uh, Stitch. Wow. Ooh. That's that might be what my wife would say. Your favorite quick service restaurant? Uh, ooh, that one's harder. Um, probably right now, Captain Cooks. Okay, that's over at the Polynesian. Yep. Yeah. I love Captain Cook's, those pulled pork nachos. All right, yeah. Fav favorite attraction? Uh, <laughs> um, actually, I'll, I'll change it up on this one. I'll say Matterhorn, Disneyland. Ooh, sorry, we were looking for Rise of the Resistance. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, I have not ridden it. What? 
Well, I yeah, it's not a, it's a bad I've been time in right both now. parks since then, and I haven't ridden either time. So oh I my just gosh. had other things scheduled for the day, and I could, couldn't block out the time. Yeah, and so I hear like, that. Where you have kind of the toss up. I had two days in Disneyland and one day in Disney World that it could have been a reality, and it was just like, I can't commit to the time. I've got other people's timetables to consider. So I yep. still haven't ridden it. All right. Well, well one day. I've been in Disney World twice and I Disneyland did. once since it opened. Still haven't ridden it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am going to make you answer, though, for Disney World. Favorite attraction at Disney World. You got to answer. It's harder. Um, hmm. Test track. Okay. I can see that. Uh, what is a must-have item for your park bag? Something you have to bring into the park. Camera. There. Should, should have seen that one coming. Yeah, we should have said that's not a camera. Yeah. Um, Halloween party or Christmas party? Christmas. Yeah, something about Christmas at Disney. Interesting. Um, a favorite spot of yours to zen out at Disney. So a nice, peaceful, quiet zone for you. Uh, Boulder Ridge Villas lobby. Yes, I have also oh, done gosh. some work there. That's a place we to be. We that really quickly. Best yeah. place. Yeah, uh, my. Uh, Everybody knows I'm obsessed with that. <laughs> uh, thumbs up or thumbs down? More Disney in the World Showcase, i.e. Mary Poppins, Ratatouille, and Frozen. Thumbs down. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I don't like it. It doesn't feel natural to the experience. Now, they've done well with it so far. I'll give them credit for that. Um, I was a Maelstrom holdout. Still am. Still a little bitter about that. Um, Grand Fiesta Tour, I'm fine. That one doesn't bother me. Uh, Mary Poppins doesn't really bother me because it is almost culturally sensitive for lack yeah. of a better word okay um ratatouille i'm looking forward to i yeah. also i still don't still feel that it fits that well um but it, i am looking forward to the attraction all right yeah last question for you your favorite area music loop to listen to tomorrowland that's the right answer yes yeah, correct yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome thanks for playing absolutely yeah see that wasn't so bad no, those aren't too bad. Not Minus so the attraction question. <laughs> so um, everyone can follow you on Instagram at guide for WDW, and you'll see his inf- you'll see Akon's information in the description of our episode too, as well as a link to his website. What are some things we could be looking forward to coming out on guide for WDW.com? So the site just went live last week as far as the shop site goes. Okay. Um, that's attached to the site. So there's that's kind of my big push right now. Okay. Um, what's next? And probably just kind of pushing out some more life articles rather than trip planning. Because just right now, the environment's not conducive to it. I hate to push things like that right now. Mm-hmm. Instagram, I've been really active on right now just because it's a good community builder right now. And uh, my Facebook group. That's probably where I'm going to put my most of my content right now, just because it's a good way to interact, good good way to start conversations, and a good way to encourage people to share things that spark good memories in their life um, and also create new memories in the future. Oh, I like that a lot. And even just doing a quick perusal of your shop here. Um, I was looking at these photos. My first question that I have, is that your actual uh, signature? I thought the same thing. No, it's Okay, not. it's a font? It's okay. Not. I have the worst handwriting in the world. I actually paid somebody to do that. For <laughs> <me>. <laughs> <laughs> Looks really good. I love okay. the photos. These are great. Thanks. So I'm assuming the price range is just how big of a picture you're getting. Yeah, so it varies by um, size. size. Uh, anything from an 8 by 10 up to a 20 by 30 20 by 30 gets up there in size. I use a professional printing lab so they, they shouldn't fade and stuff like that over time. Yeah. And it's much higher quality than what I could do in my home. Yeah. Um, they are printed on metallic paper as well, which is oh. pr- printed. It, it's created by Kodak um, and it has a different color 
platform to it. Actually, you guys can probably see in the video here, there's one behind me hanging on the wall, yep. but nobody else can see that obviously, <laughs> but yeah. um, it's a different color pattern. It's very rich colors, a little darker blacks. Um, the image comes off a little darker than a typical image, but the colors really pop and they have kind of a glimmer to them when light hits it. Gotcha. So it's a little different than like a standard, like photo print that you'd get at like a Walgreens or something like that. Um, but yeah, they, they're still, um, just scaled up for lack of a better word. Um, and most of them are taken on the Sony camera that I use currently. So they, they scale incredibly well. Um, yeah. and I, what I like about it is people can see the detail that you can't pick up on Facebook and stuff like that. Right. Um, like the one that's behind me is a picture of Bay Lake. It's the one that's listed as Bay Lake reflections. Yep. I offer it in two sizes because it is cropped a little bit. So I didn't yeah. want to degrade image quality at the higher end, yeah. but you can actually see when you have it printed out, which you can't see on uh, like I posted on Facebook or Instagram, there's actually a monorail leaving the contemporary on the left. Um, the castle comes up between the two buildings on the right. And there's actually a, you can see the captain on the boat. Um, He's either waving or something of the sort yeah. um, as it goes by. And then the reflections in the water actually pick up many of the other details in, in it as well. So it's a really neat photo, kind of a lucky moment, um, yeah. but one of my favorites of them all. But yeah, a lot of little details like that you just can't perceive because of the compression on mm -hmm. Facebook and Instagram. Right. Really, um, really it bad. was the first photo I clicked on because Bay Lake <laughs> is my, I spell Bay B-A-E for Bay Lake Tower because that's, <laughs> that's my jam. I don't blame you. Yeah. <laughs> that's my spot so uh thanks for hanging out with us today and for letting Absolutely. us get to thanks know you and i'm and i'm sure there's a bunch of your followers listening to this today they're getting to know the real colin today <laughs> well, the real we'll colin. see i mean you get what you get with me i'm that is kind true. of a, uh, <laughs> i'm an open door for lack of a better word <laughs> and i just want to remind everyone that they are able to see you live currently weekly i do believe i don't tell me correct me if i'm wrong it's yeah currently after weekly. our show uh 9 p.m every thursday mm -hmm. night uh jason will be joining me there if here with the magic and carlos of punto orlando uh lisa's been joining us quite a bit as well mm -hmm. she enjoyed it the first time so we convinced her to come back lou yes. was with us last week um so we'll have some guests along the way but typically it's just the three of us that are kind of the core people here but um it's live, completely live. We are trying to add a little production value to it, make it kind of like a late night show for Disney fans. Yeah. So, yeah. A little cool. something different, a little something fun. We like to have fun with it and just kind of yeah. joke around. My goal is but. to weasel my way in there. I've already asked Jason if I'm allowed to come on. <laughs> he didn't say no, so I feel like that's, I'm like oh, halfway there. No. I'm like yeah. halfway there. We'll see, we'll see work if it on happens. It. Work on it. Yeah. Um, again, thanks for uh, joining us. And if you want to follow J um, Jason, if you want to follow Colin, you can do so. His information <laughs> He's is He's going to give our... me a hard time for that. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I got, I got Jason on the brain. Um, but thanks That's for joining us today. We, we really appreciate chatting with you today. Absolutely, guys. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for letting me share a few things. Um, it's been a pleasure talking to you guys. It's always good to connect with Disney fans that have that like-minded view set and understand that it's not about competition. It's just about building each other up and having yeah. a good time and helping That's people right. helping where you can. Thanks. Yep. Appreciate that. You can follow us Absolutely. on Instagram at That Park Life Podcast or my personal account is at the Disney Greg. You can follow me at The Healthy Hot Mess. If you like what you heard today, feel free to like, subscribe, head over to iTunes, leave us a review. If you want to be super generous, you can even put a little description as to why you left us the review that you did. Oh, uh, hey, hey. A little hey, hey. Uh, that's it for now. We'll see you all next time. On that Park Life podcast. That's right. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Have a good one.